Hello and welcome to the Films and Swearing Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Sutherland, and joining me tonight, well more than two metres apart, Magic Mike Christie. Fucking two metres apart, you mean two miles at least. At least. And uh, you guys are listening to episode 249. So, yeah, we thought, fuck it. The the world's kind of shut down, everyone's locked indoors, and it seems like all cunt and a dug is now doing a podcast, so we thought we'd blow the dust off the microphones mm. and continue our own. Oh, it's missing this fucking... What's his name? Uh, oh, man, what's his name? for fucking... Plays the fucking... Uh, oh, man, he plays fucking, like, Jesus and uh, Big Lebowski. What's his fucking... John... Oh, what's his name? Oh, Totoro. Aye, oh, it's missing. It's him running down the street shouting Grenada. <laughs> and we're full on fucking Armageddon mode, like. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, I did see that, um, I think, what was it? What was it the spin off film he he totally championed himself? Like, Rolls with Jesus? Aye, aye, or... you, sent me, aye, you sent me the trailer for it the other fucking like, last month or something. Yeah, I think it's I on. Still keep, um, I still keep forgetting. I still keep forgetting the fucking online. I'm certain it's actually on Amazon Prime now, but I think it could be an actual turd. Hmm. I might watch it. Looks... Yeah, it's it's got that strange casting of like, hey, we've got John Hamm and uh, Audrey Tattoo and and I think absolutely nothing to do with the Coens. Like, mm-hmm. it's strange that this has happened, but. What you gonna do? Uh, they should have had at least fucking yeah, a cameo with fucking John Goodman. Eh? Oh, aye. just just a, a bowling rink or something. Or fucking uh, or uh, Larry as a, like a grown up. <laughs> now I just want to watch Big Lebowski. And fuck the podcast. Let's shut it down. Hmm. But no, no champion on. What has happened since we last recorded? I mean. We, our last episode, 248, was our Oscars prediction podcast. And let's discuss the Oscar results. Let's, it kind of went. Uh, you were you are proper fucking giddy on the morning at the results. Like. It fucking blew me away. It, it ruined every sky bit I had. I won sweet fuck all. <laughs> I should have just fucking put everything into Parasite. Just, like, don't mm. question... Like, don't doubt Bong Joon-ho. Put a tenor down on this fucking film and then just see what happens. Because, lo and behold, the fucking winner of four Oscars. Like, easily making it probably one of the most significant, um, what they like to call, international feature films, like, in history now. Mm. The fact that it picked up Best Picture, Best Director... Original screenplay and best um, international feature film. I'm trying to think the like was like the internet reaction was like fucking was like the tabloid like headline no like Academy goes woke. <laughs> ah yeah, definitely, because that's it. The there's the the British backlash for 1917, and Sam Mendes getting just fucking sideswiped. I mean, I think, mm. I'm certain they did get the best cinematography. Because, um, isn't that like Richard Deakins or... 
Aye, Roger Deakin. Roger. Guy, aye. Uh, guy always works with fucking Nolan and Villeneuve and all that. Yeah. So, I think they, well, that's how we even predicted ourselves. It's got to be 50 50. 1917 will either get Best Picture, Bong Joon Ho will get the Best Director, or Vice Versa, Sam Mendes will get Best Director, and Parasite will get Best Picture. Like, mm. no, no one expected fucking four, or like, it, just to kind of scoop the big ones. And now, I'm kind of glad like, that happened then, because February, right, sure, it was only like three months ago. But so much has fucking changed in the last three months. Mm. And for a title, for a film called Parasite, and now we're all fucking locked down because of a pandemic that came from from China and all this. And it's like, man, they probably would have tried to slate this film if it was released like six uh, months later. Kind of like, could you imagine the fucking... If like this was the year that like, like, like Contagion or Outbreak got released. Oh, no. And I mean, Outbreak was a fucking classic. That's one of the fucking movies I remember from um, Walker's video back in the day. <laughs> like, I remember seeing that one in the fucking glass cabinet up by the front counter. I think that was one that I never ever got round to, like, renting when it came out. Like, I never even seen it till like, earlier on this year. I think literally, like, the week that my work had fucking closed was, like, the week that I wo- like, watched it. Yeah. I know, and that's it. We're just kind of looking at all these movies. Like, I, I don't even want to watch Contagion because it's probably just as, oh, it's too close to the truth now. Uh, just... Daniel's like, the day I get a job, like, document how how easy it is to fucking pass Aye. on the virus and all that, and considering that, that obviously this is how how it gets spread and all that, it's that's very fucking like telling the fact that this is like we're actually living it. I know, and that's it. It's fucking terrifying when you look at the statistics, and it's uh, like over fucking two million people have contracted this this disease, this virus, and you're just like, oh fuck, and you just think, ah, oh no, come here, and then it does that. Like, you start hearing all like all the Facebook rumors. Oh, it's in leaving, blah blah blah. Oh, this person in Buck Hines got it, and. You're just thinking a lot of it's a load of pish, and fucker just just one fuck to leave them alone, and now like your work's telling you not to bother coming in or stop taking the kids to school, and you're like, oh, this is, this is fucking yeah. real. Uh, I said really like, <clears throat> on the last week, uh, us trading was like basically we were we stripped the restaurant down and we only had like four four tables, some of four or five tables indoors. We only had a limited amount of tables outside. Yeah. And I'm like, we'll try to do as much as we can. And Aye, then within the guidelines. On the on the Friday night we stayed back late and we created like a like a contactless service. So like <clears throat> like you go to my body, you go up to the front door and it's already like bordered off like the <clears throat> like we wanted like me and uh, Ian one of the managers we moved some all pretty much we decided against having all the tables outside. So we started moving all the tables and obviously all the people were all like fucking coming around the tables and like the, the abuse that we were getting after all the question that's like, Oh, you're gonna like tell them to move? It's like, ah, it's like we're telling you first because you're the first table we've come to. I was like, we're gonna tell the next table and then the next table. 
people, people are just really hostile. Oh, that's it. Now everyone's fucking hell. Paranoid. People are all fucking people turning into fucking vigilantes. <laughs> and that's it. And it's getting to like that sad stage now where the fucking government can't even sort itself out. And you're just like, ugh. I just, I'm just tired of it all. I just, I've started blocking people on Facebook that won't fucking shut up about it. And just, uh, and they're just like, man, I'm just going to just fucking dive into Netflix and stay into there for the next three months. Uh, I mean, any other big things out of the Oscar that you wanted to talk about before we moved on? Because actually the rest of it was very by the book. Like, Mm-hmm. It was all the obvious winners. Aye. Like, like it was obvious that Joaquin was getting best actor. actor. Aye. Brad Pitt was getting best supporting actor. Rene Zellweger was a lock for Judy. Aye. And what was it? Laura Dern. Aye. Yeah. Toys was it was in other like shock no toys for getting Aye, it did. Like best animated feature because was that no Tie them with somebody else. I can't remember who. What can you tell you which? But uh, uh, Taika Waititi got his one for the best adapted screenplay for Jojo I Rabbit. That, that's what it was. And I guess that that was his ticket to a Star Wars movie. Aye, uh, yeah. I'm not um, sure if they'll cross universes and and introduce Korg. That might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> um, but remember the like like. We were like sending each other like all the people just hated on the fact that like nineteen seventeen wasn't getting like the awards and all that. Yeah. And like there's somebody who's like, Oh, remember remember the rant of this guy about fucking about Parasite and all that and like Yes. Oh, oh. Was on two two, three minute video and he was proper fucking Oh, it was like a heavy set bearded guy. Oh, uh, it was like yeah. it was some American going absolute Fucking nuts that a foreign language film won best Oscar. Aye, that's what it was. Aye, you see, they felt like he was fucking being violated. He's like American right and all that. Aye, and oh, I think I, I'm, I could have swear he was going to like wanted Joker to win it, and he's like, "Fuck, aye. even give yeah, it to Little Women. I've not seen it, but fucking aye. give it to any of them. Don't Parasite, but subtitles. And I'm pretty sure he was like Chinese, Korean. They've got their own category, and aye." That dude was going to have a heart attack, but fucking Twitter chewed, chewed him a new arsehole. Yeah. And that's like, obviously, like, I didn't use Facebook, like, nowhere near as much as what I used to. And I just do all my like, shit on Twitter now. It's, just, it's so, it's so relatable because, like, you have, like, the total, like, the, like, the film Twitter, like, group and all that. And, like, everybody, like, can, everybody has an opinion, but there's always, like, the, the person that, like, has an an opinion that really literally blows everybody's mind and all, and then everybody starts attacking them and all that. Aye, is it this fucking treating it like a disease and they all gather against it to fucking eradicate it? Aye, I'm pretty sure I retweeted a guy's tweet one day and I was like, I was like, normally I'm like fucking all for um like fucking their own opinions and shit like that. I was like, but I can't get off board with a fucking dumpster fire in a tweet. And I, and I can't fucking mind what it was. Aye. But that's oh, it. mental. You're always going to get, like, like that time you fucking put up a message saying that you enjoyed Mother. And I went daft. 
yeah, aye. <laughs> like, who the fuck? Uh, like, like, there was fucking like what culture in the video yesterday, and it was like films that you regret like seeing. Mm-hmm. And like this last, he spent the last eight minutes of video talking about how much she regretted watching Mother. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Aye. To be I... fair, I, I really need to watch it just to see. I occasionally feel that new thinking back if I went and watched the Yoga Hosers again. Would I have enjoyed it as much when I watched it in a cinema at a fucking film festival with Kevin Smith in attendance? <laughs> you feel like you have to like it because he's there. Exactly. You're all excited. He's fucking a couple rows in front of you. He's waving to all day and you get there. And it's it's like his crowd in the cinema. So they're all laughing at all the in-jokes, all the fucking faces show up. Yeah. And I'm sure if you watch it like six months later and just go, oh. But as one of these ones, I'm go after it. I've just seen him as like little sausage peas people running around and his daughters doing all the catchphrases for clerks and like. Yeah, I just I wasn't a big fucking. I know it's funny. Probably the hardest yeah, one mean, to like, watch. Like he the fucking um cameo with Johnny Depp in it was was all right, but ah. Even just like the big meat monster at the end with, with Ralph Garman doing all yeah. his impersonations, but um, and the fact that just no one's touched it is never <laughs> when will that get a UK release? Never, yeah. But then, like, people as well, though, like, fucking, like, say how much they hate Tusk. I know like, Tusk was all right, yeah. That was so fucking different, and the whole it's just the fact that they went for it. Yeah, the fact like, 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 I didn't watch it until after uh, he told us the story when we were in Edinburgh a few years ago and all that about fucking getting uh, Johnny Depp to play like Gila Point and all that. Yeah. And, and I was like, ah, I, like, I really need to go and watch this. And it was great, like, Justin Long's character, it was great to see him playing a right dickhead of a character. Because mm. at first, oh, this is our guy, and then he's a man, this guy's a prick and you're just wondering does he deserve to end up having this done to him but and, and then Michael it, Parks Michael is Parks. absolutely fucking he's bonkers eh? yeah. I mean I think it's like you knew he's bonkers because like he's turning red state it was fucking completely uh, different exactly that was fucking magnificent um, my second bullet point was saying that COVID-19 happened cinemas are gone now I know I know it's fucking devastating like and like, our local cinema was just about to introduce a second screen. Like, it was weeks away from yeah. opening the second screen. I was just so fucking interested to see how at they've least, done like, it. At least, like, I suppose the only positive I can take for it when this eventually gets back to fucking being, like, normal and that is that I'll hear two screens and, like, we'll only have to rely on going to, like, Glen Rothes to see a film when, like, fucking Frozen's out or whatever, which you guarantee you'll leave it's going to get frozen every time. Yeah. And that's it. You just wonder, like, how the fuck are we going to do cinemas now? Are are there like are the 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 amount of people you could put in the hall is that now slashed in half? And there's now every second seat sort of marked off. It's going off. to be a fucking. It's going to be a free for all. It's going to be like Willy Wonka fucking golden ticket style now. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, there's only ten tickets to every movie now. Every yeah. fucking shows are Especially when it's like a film like. Bond or um, what else? Um, like when fucking like Marvel Black, dropped 
Aye, Black Island Widow. Black, fucking Black Widow and aye. And they just fucking say, right, we've only got 60 seats today for Black Widow, and you have to queue outside to get your ticket. And they'll actually go back yeah. to the day of blockbusters, where the point where you've actually queued around the block mm. in order to see this fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a bit like, with, with that getting cancelled, like, literally, Everything is being cancelled. Like I had like I had a fucking a tier list of stuff that I was doing this year, and I was like, I, I remember tweeting at the start of February, like, oh fucking, this year is going to be brilliant. I've got like stereophonics in March. I've got the uh, Euro twenty twenty fucking last sixteen in like June. I've got Guns N' Roses in June. I've got fucking like Florida in October and all that. Mm-hmm. that Okay, none of that now. And oh, like that. Only yesterday, Guns N' Roses officially announced that the tour wasn't happening. Aye. And I got my email the day saying that when they decided to either completely cancel it or reschedule it, like your tickets have not been haven't been sent out because obviously it's been thing like that. Your tickets will be valid for like the next like for when it's rescheduled. Yeah. So, I literally everything's fucking done. I know, and it's going, ho- a, it's going to be a totally different year. Yeah, so hopefully in the next few months, like all kind of picks back up and things slowly start getting reintroduced. Like, because we all expect it's all going to happen in stages now, depending on how yeah. easy this this fucking virus eventually buggers uh, off. But the fact that cinemas and or distributors and studios are now resorting to just putting their movies on demand like I think it was like Blumhouse kickstarted the trend when they said fuck it let's put Invisible Man The Hunt and Emma streaming they just yeah. took it it was it was in cinemas but they fucking took it out of cinemas and just yeah because I was going to go and see Hunt on the week that the cinema shut I was fucking devastated yeah and they just thought right here it is, online, you could rent it for 20 quid. And that, it's like that moral debate of like, okay, 20 pounds is a hefty price to rent. Yeah. But I think it just comes down to the film. Mm. Like, if it was a film that, let's see, Cameron is fucking daft on Spongebob square pants right now and they've got a movie out which should have been this month it's now been pushed to august called sponge on the run now uh, if if i wasn't able to to like be one of those pirates and source it myself like paying 20 quid isn't it actually that bad because a family ticket is 24 pounds in a uh, cinema so the fact that okay i can watch it from home we can watch it. Sure, we're only going to get to see it once or twice because it's something like a forty-eight hour period or twenty-four hours. Aye, aye, if you do on the Xbox, if you rent it, it's like a four. You get it for forty-eight hours. Yeah. So. And I, there, there's a chance if you do that in the fucking afternoon, you could get it twice. Like the Bairns would watch a new film fucking three or four times over the course of a couple of days easily. So when it's it's things like that, I'm happy to kind of right. Okay, I'll reach in my pocket and I'll 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 pony up. But it it's a it's a steep price for if it's just like one guy wants to watch like Black Widow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he's like, oh, 20 quid. Fuck me. And I mean, now what have we got? I think, obviously, films like Onwards followed suit, like Pixar's Dungeon and Dragon movie with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. That went on to Disney Plus relatively quick. Is that actually on Disney Plus? Uh, In America. Ah, right. Yeah. And I think I noticed it like it's all on Amazon. I think Disney Plus is really quick and putting uh, Rise of Skywalker on. Yes, aye. And I see that uh, like Sky done the exact same, and I just saw the Disney fucking can feel they getting beat with fucking Disney Plus. Eh? I know that's it, and I'm surprised Sky aren't losing all their Disney movies or fucking Marvel movies. Because imagine their licenses will expire eventually, and then that will all roll back to. To the mouse on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, for the films that are coming out, I'm glad. I quite like the ones that kind of have embraced this on-demand culture, because we're now going to see films like Judd Apatow's new movie, um, King of Staten Island. Yeah. That's like on demand in June. I was alright. Yeah. Uh, this will not be much interest. Like interest to yourself, but the new Scooby Doo movie. It's going to be on demand at the end of the month. The animated one that was supposed to be coming out. Yes. That's Scooby from it. Aye. Right? Cameron is looking Aye. forward to that. That was one of his three films he wanted to see this year. It's strange. And I'm I'm always happy to see more films kind of saying, right, we're going to do this. Because I think Kumail Nanjiani's new movie, uh, The Lovebirds, is oh, just that's going... coming on Netflix. Yeah. It's coming on Netflix. Ah, that was going to be cinemas, and now it's Netflix. Uh, Dave Batista's Family... My Spy. Yeah, that's on Amazon now. Amazon Prime. Oh, right. You don't even need to pony 20 quid. It's just there streaming. Uh... So it's becoming like a good time for the films that they've managed to fumble the release already. Because I feel yeah. uh, that My Spy was going to come out like, within weeks of his other film, Stuber. And they're just like, man, two Dave Bautista movies in, like, two weeks. And then it was delayed because of this. And then it got pushed because of that. And now yeah. they're just like, hey, fuck it, let's sneak it online. And the same, there's a, an Artemis Fowl movie, which was like a... Ah, it's been in, that's been in development for fucking it. That's gone to Disney Plus as well. Eh? Yeah, and they're just like, hey, fuck it, right, we could let... Because there's... I'd, I'd consider them just like small fish movies because you would never see the day where Disney go, right, eh, fuck it, just put Black Widow on. Like, it, we're never getting cinemas back, just put it on demand. Like, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Like, they're going to hold out because it's November now. Aye. And your only... I think the only thing you see now, like, your only tease is... Christopher Nolan's Tenant, where like they're setting like a July release or something. I think it might be, maybe. I I had a thought it might have been the middle of June, but I heard that he was trying to kind of keep his date, and he wanted to be the movie for people to because that's so you need a kind of a big film to draw you back into cinemas now. Because uh, sure they could open it, but then it's a thought like. We've all been locked in our houses for like three months. Uh, do we want to come back out now? And like, yeah. sure, 
and do you want to go to a busy place? Because I think people's going to get like this paranoia or people that weren't germaphobes before are either going to be yeah. germaphobes now or germaphobes are going to just fucking start going to the pictures in hazmat suits. Uh-huh. And you're just thinking, man, you really need, like for me personally, it needs to be a big movie to fucking draw me out and Nolan's new one because that's it. It's fucking, I hate the, this boy's name because I can never remember the order. It's fucking uh, Black Klansman, Denzel's son. Oh, uh, John David Washington. John David Washington. I'm, I can only remember David. I couldn't remember his other fucking first name. It's like, uh, yeah, like he's one of the leads. Ah, uh, because I seen a te- like, teaser for it, and it, just, it looks just as mind bending as fucking <clears throat> Inception. Eh? Aye, and that's like just like man, I kind I could do with that kind of weird now. Like that, I fancy yeah. seeing that on a big screen. Aye, I might just have to be five chairs apart from the next person, or maybe yeah. a fucking completely separate row. Just hide in a corner, but <laughs> it's it'll just be the things we have to do now. Yeah, but, and obviously, in amongst all this, Universal managed to piss off several cinema chains. Yeah, I've seen that. And all over fucking Trolls, Trolls World Tour. And supposedly, I think they've done alright, just doing it on demand. But now, I think they're saying that they're going to do it with more of their movies. And this is a studio that's fucking releasing things like James Bond and uh, the next Jurassic World movie when it's finished. And you're just thinking... yeah. If the next Bond movie is on demand only, that would be crazy. Yeah. But, That'd be interesting, like, because those has been pushed back as well. Because like, the fact that, like, that film was finished, that film's finished. Yeah, ready to go, but they're just like, ah, oh, our box office might suffer. Mainly because they'll be naked <laughs> going to see it. But I yeah. love, there's a Saturday Night Live joke, which was perfect, because they just mentioned that, um, no Time to Die is being delayed. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. And this is all we should have done was just take out the word no. And the poster just was photoshopped just saying Time to Die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it's so on the nose. Did they say, was it October now they're expecting to release that one? October or November. Yeah. And that's it. It just means the fucking, like, the last six months is going to be stacked. Yeah. Like, ask, like, if everything kind of goes back to normal by the time, like, cinemas, like, real and stuff, and that, like, kind of glad I didn't hear a car, because I would happily, happily buy a fucking, like, unlimited ticket for, like, Odeon, and I'd probably just camp out there. Because <laughs> that's it, I There'd mean... There'd be so much shit that I'd want to go and see. Aye. Because at the start of the year, it was like, okay, we know that June movie's going to be out, like, for December. So it's like, we know there's one big thing coming out at the end of the year. And now it's like, oh, we're going to have to fucking cram all our features in now. You're getting Marvel, yeah. and I think, weren't we getting two Marvels this year? And now it's just going to be the one. I think maybe yeah, the, so. the Eternals was the next thing. but um, And that's it. Everything's just shuffled now. It just, but it's, really, it's not only that. It's like, <clears throat> like the production of films have like, completely slowed down as well. And all, I like, know. Like the, like the new Batman. Yep. Jurassic um, World. What else? Uh, John Wick 4. Aye. Matrix 4. 
So it is. It's just uh, there's just more or less like a six month delay on life at this point. Yeah. So everything you're looking forward to, to come back in six months' time, and we'll see where it's at. Yeah. So, Mike, what have you been watching during this time? Um. Well. To the delight of my co-worker that's been fucking digging at me for the last year and a bit is I finally watched Skyfall like last month. Holy shit. Osha Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. It wasn't it? amazing. It was better than Quantum of Souls because that was the last one that I seen. Oh, yeah. And I think, I think, I think, we, I think we went to cinema and it was fucking packed. I know. And, and to be fair, the film was just fucking lackluster, and it was like like a ninety minute Bond film. Like, come on, aye, and that was it. Wasn't it picked up fucking seconds after Casino Royale or something? It just aye. like a... I didn't think I've properly went back and like rewatched it. Um, no, me either. But I'm gonna try and watch Spectre before uh, No Time to Die. Yeah. I remember liking Skyfall. I've never really been like the biggest James Bond guy. I've definitely seen them all, but it's never. Yeah, like, like at our age, it was like we weren't we were introduced to Bond when it was a uh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, exactly. So we got like Golden Eye and Tomorrow Never Dies and yep. uh, what was the one like Die Another Day and all that. The world is not enough. Aye, uh, that was the one where Robert Carlyle was the bad Yeah. Yeah. I only remember Tomorrow Never Die, like, like the fact that it was, I, would, I think I would... It was a newspaper fucking, like, a guy that, like, printed the news, basically, he was, like, the bad Aye, guy. Exactly. And then, what was the one that had, like, um, Denise Richards and... That another... was, um, What Was Not Enough. Yeah. That was, that was, like, premium Bond girl. I was I was at the right age for Bond girls. I remember then. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, um, fucking Bond spoiled with this one." Yeah, fucking. I was also I wasn't properly the age to appreciate it, but I was. Um, oh, fucking that Famke Janssen and Goldeneye. All oh, right. Something fucking something naughty about her, like. <laughs> um, and that's it. I'd. I'd Never followed it when it got restarted. I always remember Andrew telling me how good Casino Royale was and the fact that Bond gets whipped in the nuts with a thick bit of rope and all this stuff. And I was like, ah, take Ken. I think I was still at the same. I was like, nah, I, I'm living in Asian cinema now. I don't care about James Bond. It's Wong Fei Hong for me <sighs> now. <laughs> and, yeah. and then eventually I did catch up because I think that's it. We were all going to see Quantum of Solace. So I was kind of filling in the blanks. Catching up, but so I was, it was all right. I mean, um, what's his name? Uh, Javier Bardem, he was pretty decent as well. Oh, yes, and that where he takes out his fucking like plate in his mouth. I I was picturing that exact fucking scene in my head right now, how disturbing it is just to kind of see his face sink. Mm -hmm. But just how it's like. And his fucking face sinks in a little, and like, uh, oh, yuck. Uh, and then there was like, there was, there was, I was like a mild controversy. Like, oh, he's he's kind of like a a quirky, possibly homosexual villain. Mm. Like how it, that's like that's just really suggestive for the like the current like trailer for like New Time to Die, and you know, that is 
like uh, Remy Malis obviously like the bad guy in that, but like ev- almost every Bond villain has like some sort of facial fucking disfiguration. <laughs> apart from, apart from both for the ones that I've seen, apart from uh, the villain in Tomorrow Never Dies, he's the only one that seemed fucking normal. Mm-hmm. But like Bobby Carlyle, like some reason, like could survive gunshots to the head. Ah, and then it wasn't fucking... somebody had diamonds in their face. Ah, that was in oh, that was in fucking Dino Day. To be fair though, the, the villain in fucking Quantum of Solace was quite normal. Hmm. That fucking uh, bland can't even remember him. Ah, he died because he fucking they found him in the desert, like dead after he was left. <laughs> Uh, what a fucking what a like a very mediocre way going it. Aye, but then with fucking Skyfall. Nope. Aye, I, I've got a four-year-old running in. What do you want? Oh, he's being silent and he's running to the kitchen. All right, little mouse. <laughs> what do you want? Hey, what the hell was I about to say? Aye, fucking Skyfall. You end up just having like that. The ultra-violent, home alone, fucking mansion at the end. Now, oh, yeah, back in the, in the Scottish Highlands or something. Exactly. Eh? Now, did Javier Bardem go to fucking Scotland for that part? I can't remember him even. I did, I did. And who was the fucking groundskeeper? I did, he did, he did. I feel there was like your, your Scottish groundskeeper that was looking after the place. I want to say ah, it was Robert Carlyle. No, Robbie Coltrane. It wasn't Robbie Coltrane. It would have been good if it was Robbie Coltrane because remember he was in like. Oh, um, he the was, in was one. not enough, and he he was in. I uh, was in. World was not enough. I think. Mhm. Uh, I think that would have been pretty good. Uh, I can't remember who their, the the groundskeeper Willie was, but because it was Bond, then it was M and the fucking help. Yeah. Aye. Uh, because I've no obviously seen Spectre and that, um, <clears throat> like, uh, Ray Fiennes, obviously, he turns up mm. in Skyfall. Mm-hmm. So he, because he's basically taken in the role, uh, um, um, basically, yeah. Aye. And you got your new Q? Ah, uh, the young boy, yeah. Aye. And what was it? That was the one that had like the big explosion in the London Underground as well, wasn't it? Like they blew a hole in a tunnel and the fucking aye, and the train train went doing it. Aye, yeah. That's when he was disguised as a postman and escaped for his cell. Yes, aye. And that that is a it's always a big deal when a fucking Bond movie comes out because they're never that like often, especially as they were. Like back in the day, it feels like every five years you get a Bond movie. And you feel like fucking Daniel's been doing it for ages now. Aye. Uh, like more than the others, because the rest I feel like they've done this is quite his last quick. one, eh? Aye, I feel like he said that for a while. Yeah. But. I bet you though, if they, if they have to release No Time to Die on, de- like, on demand and that, like, you'll make one more just to get that fucking big box. Aye. So, no, I want the back end of the box office. They'll just come back and say, ah, I've pushed it again. <laughs> yeah. I watched Extraction last night and today because I couldn't finish it in one sitting. 
That is your yeah. Netflix Chris Hemsworth fucking mental action movie set somewhere in Middle East. Yes, that would be the safest way to say that. Um, it was from director Sam uh, Hargrave, and this is like his first feature film. The dude is more or less your like the Marvel stunt coordinator. His IMDb is more or less Infinity War, Endgame, um, Winter Soldier, and it, it goes from stunt coordinator to being the fucking stunt double for Captain America. So, yeah. fucking Captain America directs this fucking crazy action movie, which I feel they want to make it a, a shade of uh, John Wick for just ultra-fast, violent gunfights, breaking bones, yeah. fighting with knives, uh, but with uh, Chris Hemsworth. I was, I was pretty fucking, pretty grim at some bits, like... yeah. I mean, like, my argument with Ian was that he delivers a German suplex better than Benoit. Oh, Jesus. Because uh, he proper fucking hurt them, like. Yes, there was, like, those fucking stuntmen, I hope they got well paid, because they definitely got fucking put to work that day. Like, that one boy that gets thrown up and he just hits the edge of, like, a broken wall, like, they're just exposed uh, bricks in a wall and he just I mean, face plants it. Like, just when he fucking rams the guy's face into the rake. Aye, Jesus! Like, alright, fucking Jason, calm down. Aye. Uh, uh, I mean, like, it's like what I said the other day, like, it's the typical fucking, like, action form where, like, the, the good guy just happens to go through fucking mountains of these guys just taking, like, minimal damage and all that. Aye. And I did like the kind of the little twist to begin with, how like, they've been, like the main point of the film is he's been sent to save the son and it's like one drug lord kidnaps the fucking son of another drug lord and now the fucking dad wants his son back. But of course you're now pissing off the drug lord that's kidnapped yeah. him and all of his cronies. And yeah, I like at one point... David Harbour's in there halfway through. Ah, that, that was a kind of good, like we... Not a cameo appearance, but a wee supporting role for him to show up, be his old buddy, and I feel like it's one of these characters like, oh, I could reach him, I could convince him, it's cool, I'll sort it out. But it was the little fucking uh, kid army he had to fight at one point. Yeah. And he's just sitting battering these kids where he's just like, the little boy, he takes his gun off him and he's sitting shouting and in like Hindi or something saying hey that's my gun I'll fucking shoot you give me my gun back I'll blow you away fuck you where's my gun <laughs> and they're just they're all coming for him and he's just sitting throwing it's Thor yeah. throwing children around like into the side of a panel van fucking smashing <sighs> doors over their heads chapping their arms and the fucking doors and it's like I just crippling a bunch of kids yeah I guess that's like well I could kill them but <laughs> I don't think anyone wanted to see Chris Hemsworth ripping throats out of fucking <laughs> wee uh, Mumbai teenagers. Just stick to him fucking like decapitating fucking uh, Thor and Emil Thor fucking Thanos and all that. <laughs> like chopping their heads off. Oh, uh, what if he just picks up fucking two rakes and snaps off and holds them like Wolverine and just starts spiking burns? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> there is talks of a fucking a second one, but 
whether it's going to be a sequel or a prequel because yeah. they left that kind of like ambiguous ending where the kid was in the fucking uh, in the pool. Aye. And he comes up to the surface and then Aye, I mean, it's, it's play to make the best. Ah, it's played to make the fucking viewer assume that he's alive, but could it just be his imagination and all that? Aye, and it probably just comes down to the numbers. I was like, well, if the film does really well, yeah, well, that's what I thought was in. But then again, it's just it's a fucking a Netflix. Yeah, it is produced film, so it's it's not really going to make a ton of fucking bank. It's just you know what I mean. The many people that that pay for Netflix is probably enough for it to be, be funded for a sequel anyway. Yeah. I mean, like, they've got the Russo brothers, like, doing all these wee, like, kind of, like, producing low-budget films. Ah, I mean, like that, the... uh, that 21 Bridges, it was, it was all right. Yeah. It's almost like they're taking care of their kids. Like, the fact they've done all Aye. these Marvel movies and now it's like, right, we'll, we'll produce this movie for Chadwick Boseman, right, okay, we'll, we'll lend our names to this movie for Chris Hemsworth. And it's always the first thing you see where it's like from the Russo brothers producers and like names behind and it's like Infinity War, Endgame. Yeah. The thing is like that's like one of like that's like one of the red flags that like when you get on these like videos and like topics are like clip and it's like it's like ten things like you'll notice if a film's gonna be bad if it comes out saying it's from the producer of this. Aye, it's it's not going that. by the, the director's credits. It's like Okay. I mean, I twenty one twenty one bridges was all right. Like it was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I've not tried that one yet. Have you been popping any discs, any Blu-rays? I've still not going to watch in Rushmore yet. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, your wee Criterion release. Uh, yeah. Um, I went on. I went on Amazon to see if that. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom was fucking at eight quid, but it's back up to fucking full price at like thirty quid. Right. And I, I probably would have picked up at eight quid just to resell it for thirty. <laughs> and I, I mean, I probably would have checked out to see what it's like. But it's supposed to be like a fucking kind of old, like uh, set in the sixties or something. It's like Bruce Willis and all that. Yeah, he's like the wee town cop. Ah, it's like two kids yeah. run away together. It was decent for what I remember. Yeah. Um, but I rush more. I still don't check to. I still don't check to fucking a uh, second sight release of Revenge yet. Oh yeah, aye. Uh, That's it. The fucking thing with this this quarantine and lockdown is we've managed to consume like a crazy amount of films in the last two three months. Aye. I feel like I've watched. I mean, like ninety films easily. Like, I I I easily because like the fact is like. Last year, like, like we 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 try and do like a a road to three hundred and sixty five films in a year, mm-hmm. and that, like both bet that last year, but easily fucking going to beat that this year. Exactly because because I think I'm saying it just over two hundred now. I am going to check mine right like, now. I think I think just barely over. Uh, and that's it because to begin with, I was I was my films I watched this year wasn't too bad. But now that I was working from home every day, just sat with a laptop, I was like, I'll just stick a movie on in the background and work uh, my way through all these fucking films I haven't watched yet. Uh, yeah. 137 films I've seen this f- so far this year. 
So that's not bad. That's slightly just halfway back. I mean, you could, if if you cram in like fucking two three films a day, I mean, it easily wraps up. It. Aye, totally. And it's just like I got to watch things like. Uh, like all the the fucking Hitchcock movies I haven't seen yet. Uh, on rewatch the ones I liked. Um, watch Chef for like the thirtieth time. Starman, and and yeah, of course Netflix fucking changed the world by releasing that Tiger King. Ah, uh, Michelle watched that. Eh? I was like one of these shows where it might have not gotten as much attention, but the fact that everyone got locked in at this time. And that was the thing that came out that week. And there's a wee bit true crime. Yeah. And just everyone's imagination was fucking taken. And now it's being turned into a fucking TV show starring and produced by fucking Nick Cage. <laughs> I noticed that. So. Try it well. So, I mean, obviously, like, films are obviously like, are kind of harder to get. I mean, we're getting them delivered and I just know as quick as what, like, what we can and I'm yeah. having to like it's not a priority Postpone anymore. Postpone certain releases. I mean, like Second Sight were set to release the pre-order for their 4K edition of Dawn of the Dead at the end of March. Mm-hmm. And they ended up having to fucking postpone it because of what's happening and all that. Because they wanted to be able to like distribute it at a time where it's like convenient and all that with everything that's going on. And I mean, considering the fact that They've teased that film for fucking well over a year, and now they finally pretty much got it put together. That's now been held up because of this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like the release, like the like the artwork and the specs for it, and it's in like a fucking a two kilo box. Eh? Aye, that's a, crazy <laughs> a two thing. kilo box, and, I, and I'm like, it's like the four K. I'm like, I don't need a four K player, but if the price is alright, I might pick up and and you know. Preparation that I do eventually pick up a 4K player. Ah, it's going to happen, especially like, with like the next generation of games consoles. When you eventually bite bullets for one of those, uh, it's already going to have stuff like that built <clears throat> in. Ah, uh, but then I've always kind of looked at like fucking like I've always like wanted to get the like, car region free, like Blu-ray and all that. Oh yeah, the, just an old just to player. get like some of the just to get like some of the fucking like Scream Factory or some kind of classics aye like, like in the midst of the madness let's say aye because uh, I've always seen those Blu-rays uh, all these American companies releasing shit that just never happens over here whether it, nah. it's down to like distribution rights or um, I mean like the fact that we're now finally getting a release of uh, Snowpiercer, which I feel like Aye. it's like five years later or something. And yeah, I'll probably pick that up on payday. Like. And I feel it's one of these things where it's like <laughs> that probably would never have happened unless Aye. Parasite if, got if he... so much Oscar attention and yeah. now everyone's like, let's look at this back catalogue, let's dust it off, let's fucking cap it. I'm really bad to know for fucking. Scrolling past Okja on Netflix. Eh? Oh man, it's it's definitely worth a shout, and yeah, the same way like Memories of Murder, but I have still got that there to watch. Yeah, and that's I've I've still got one that I've been meaning to fucking watch for years. Uh, Mother, one of those ones I think uh, that was between, um, I think it was at the host, and maybe Okja or, and that's mm. it. The guys 
his fucking back catalogue of work is fucking spectacular. Um, uh, but man, it is. I've watched all my like all the DVDs I had like in a, a row of unwatched movies on my shelf, and I've watched through every single one that's in the English language. And now I'm left with like twelve um, foreign films. ones. Exactly, like as you mentioned earlier, Revenge. You gave that to me. I've got. I mean, that's no much, and that's not so much in a foreign language. It's got a wee bit of English in it, but it's so sad. It's got like subtitles. Is it that's right? a really good fucking film. Like aye. So, and then I've got like a handful of Korean films I've gotten over the years. A handful of like your new Jackie Chan films and. And that's yeah. that's the one thing like you can't really get away with like putting it on as a background film because you have to pay attention to the subtitles and if you didn't uh, you I just was, do not get the movie at all. I was scrolling through like the Xbox like rental store last night just looking for something to see if there was something there that I could like rent for like two quid and all that and what fucking shows up Miss Jackie Chan's Who Am I? Yeah. Oh, what a film! And I was like, oh, I might have to fucking I might have to grab that one day. Yeah. And it is. It's, I've not seen that in years. Honestly, if I that's like one of these things that if I find it in a fucking charity shop or CEX, then fuck. Even if I just go on Music Magpie and it's in like the fucking two for three pound sale, it's bought. I like, was on Music Magpie the other week and they had like four Blu-rays for like eight quid. Yeah. And I had I had three titles in my fucking in my basket, eh? <laughs> and and the titles was like uh, like the guest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking for like obscure ones, ones that like shit you haven't like, seen yet, of, or shit you've been to see. Aye, I was really wanting to fucking get like backdraft and all that. Oh aye, I, well, that's it. I, it's the same. Like now, I've I'm falling down a fucking rabbit hole with like Spike Lee movies. So I'm trying to find the cheapest way to fucking get his back catalogue and just watch <laughs> anything with his fucking name on it. now, but so many of like the boy's got like I think it's actually like ninety two directing credits, and it's it's a whole mixture of just documentaries, shorts, uh, uh, his his own feature films, but then it's like music videos and and just uh, all these different features. But a lot of the times they're all crammed into fucking uh, box sets, and it's like thirty nine pound for like six DVDs, and you're just like, damn it. Uh, Why isn't all this shit? I mean, streaming? I really want that. I really want that Criterion. Oh, do the right thing. Do the right thing. I it's know. It looks really nice. Eh? That's like thirty quid, like twenty quid. Ah, I'll probably pay for it. Well, it's That's thirty quid. I'm like, oh, I might just wait. It's fifteen quid on CEX, but it's out of stock, and uh, obviously they changed. Like when they started closing stores down originally. Everything was kind of still on stock when you looked online, so it might have been a stage uh, where someone went into the shop to fucking pick up something that sold online. But now it's like, uh, right, no one's going to the shops. It's now whatever they have in, like, let's just say their warehouse headquarters or something. Uh, so a majority of things that used to be in stock, dozens and dozens in stock, are now out out of stock. Yeah. Because just See, people like, don't have access to those stores anymore. So they might have had plenty of copies of Do The Right Thing but now it's out of stock until the fucking stores open up yeah it looks a nice copy like I, I mean know. same with that fucking that like American release uh, The Grand Budapest oh and it I've does I've been itching like for that to get a UK release and I bet that we just 
it's like, it's like a universal release here or something. Right, so it's different rights. Aye, um, uh, I'm like, oh, I really want it. Yeah, and that's so that's probably the times where you would prefer to be all region, and you could just have the best of all worlds. Aye, but uh, man, I'm I'm one where if it doesn't look right on the fucking shelf, it'll annoy me. Those, those fucking releases are uh, like Godzilla, the the Criterion Collection for Godzilla or Zatoichi. The fact that it's it's a big fucking uh, art book, so just like you know, see the uh, see the Gamera one. Yes, was Arrow that's releasing it? Aye, set for the summer, and it's I I can't remember how many fucking films it is. It six movies or and it's oh, one of these ones where it's just. Like, oh, that probably would be good to watch. And I can't be cheeky and ask for review discs nowadays because I don't write fuck all. But that would have been... I was fucking... I actually, I actually was just like doing it. Yeah. But I thought, oh, can like... My mind's got to be in a kind of right place to fucking watch stuff. And then the fact that like writing about it as well. And I'd probably have to say it's like send it to you to see that for Aye. Because I'm that fucking thing for it. But aye, another one I'd watched uh, just the other week. It was like the last one in my... Uh, no, second last one in my Alfred Hitchcock Masterpiece Collection. And it was like the the one that's like the book, not like the, the Bates House, but the one that has aye, aye, aye. 14 I know what it films. Is. It's got a slight, uh, aye. aye, it's just like a book that comes out and it's got the poster... Details about the film, and it's a sleeve where you just pull out the disc. Uh, I watched the one called Frenzy from 1972, and this was a fucking joy because I'd watched two films before it that bored the fucking tits off me. And both of them being Hitchcock films as well, but it was like political war uh, films, and they were just uh. dull as dog shit. But Frenzy was this one that was set in London. And it's to do with like a serial killer uh, strangling women with a necktie, and this guy gets uh, framed for the murder. And it's just, it was like his ex wife gets killed, strangled by the necktie murderer. And this guy was like, just happened to have went to visit his ex wife moments before it happened and gets gets blamed for the murders. Uh, But it's just, it's like right fucking old England. It's, It's 70s. Like English, so it's like you feel like it's a proper Londoner, like Ray Winston, and none of the, none of these cunts are in it. But it's this guy that works in a fucking pub, and the guy, the landlord of the pub, is like, you know, if you spent more time pulling pints rather than pulling Bab's tits, we wouldn't be having this talk. And <laughs> the guy's like, hey, well, if you weren't fingering Bab's, this would all be happening. And the woman's like, would you stop fucking talking about me? <laughs> just like one of these fucking films where it's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. It's just fucking just like raucous the way they're fucking talking about each other. And there's some parts that's just so fucking goofy. Like a woman gets strangled with a tie and for some reason on her death face, she decides to stick her tongue out and stick it as far across one side of her face as she could fucking humanly can. So mm. like she's trying to lick something off her fucking cheek and it's just so <sighs> fucking stupid. It's like really? That's the last. That's the death face you want, Hitch. That's it's like <laughs> what? That's nonsense. But I keep scrolling past, like say, Rear Window and oh, Vertigo and like ITV and all that, and I'm just Vertigo. I, 
time to watch. Vertigo yeah. is one where I, I didn't get I didn't get the hype. Like I, everyone loves it, and I've watched it twice now, and I ah, it's good, but Jesus, it takes a while to get there. But fucking Rear Window is always fucking magnificent. I always love that one, and even when we got like Andy to review it. I was like tender hooks like, oh, does he like it? Does he like it? And I think his reaction was like, eh, it's all right. But I felt like I kind of talked him into liking it. Did he know? Was, did he know review it for the top for the, the IMDb, IMDb season last year? Yeah. Uh, like I, I like gave him the Blu-ray and drove him to his house to make sure he fucking watched it. I think he just ended up downloading a copy of it to watch because he doesn't have like uh, a Blu-ray player now. But it was like one of these things like. It was as if you'd seen it, I would be like somebody checking their phone to see if he'd finished watching it yet to see what he thought. Going, aye, well, that was exactly the fucking uh, when I texted you after I'd watched fucking like Parasite and oh, uh, yes, I was and all that, yeah. And that's it, it's always one of these ones where it's like, fuck, if I know this guy right, he will probably like this film. And you just wonder because that's it, I hate to be the person that kind of shoves an opinion on someone. Said you will love this movie. You will love this movie, and then they come back saying, "Oh, he uh, kind of overhyped it," and that's always my biggest yeah. fear. Because I think I'd done that to someone in college. I gave them a bunch of John Woo movies. Said you will fucking love these, and then he came back going, "They're they're all right, but fuck you, you overhyped it a bit much." And I was like, "No, you're supposed to love a bullet in the head." But <laughs> um. I did fucking rewatch the Skywalker saga. Aye. In the space of like four or five days. Nice. Yeah, I still fucking, I still praise and I still defend the Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the tide's turning is... on that now. When I read about it online, I feel Ryan Johnson's Aye. carried a lot of favour by the success of Knives Out. Like, just about how fucking quirky, what a great cast, a great story, and how well it done like I feel a lot of people yeah. maybe reconsidered Last Jedi after the success of Knives Out but yeah I think what just jarred up there was just how fucking would you say tonally different like the fact it almost uh, felt like yeah, it was a parody at first like that that very first moment where Ray hands the lightsaber to Luke and he just launches and it. And he just tosses it out. Aye. And you're just like, And that's why a what? lot of people fucking hate it. Because eh? almost like, it's like they like just desecrated the fucking, the like, yeah, the it's almost like it's, Skywalker. It's, all, it's, it's turned for like, screamed the scary movie all of a sudden. And like, uh, but, but, but no, this is Star Wars. I mean, like, well, because obviously when I watched it, I was like, fuck, I was like, I was sitting and watched these and I saw, so I started for like episode one and I, Episode one and two was a wee bit of a struggle to get through. Aye. And I just... I just fucking... Just, I was fucking Jar Jar Binks that really ruined it for me. <laughs> and I like... He fucking... It's like what I say to the fucking... Like, Ian Ford, it seems like Eddie for Tekken 3. Oh, God. And, uh, and fucking... And then also when you get to episode three, like, I fucking really enjoyed episode three when I first seen it. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it in so long and I still, like, really... Like really enjoyed it, uh, and, and then came when you get to fucking the original like, trilogy. And I mean, that's fucking that's us growing up. Eh? Aye, exactly. That was and I, and I mean, childhood. like the only thing I, I properly didn't didn't like I fucking really didn't like about it, 
like the ending of the original trailer is the fact that they hate fucking the ghost of Hayden Christensen at the end of oh, the Oh, yeah. And that, they rubbed really out like... some actual person mm. and replaced them with uh, Hayden. Hang on, there is actual... People have... Restored versions, isn't it? There's like DVDs. Aye, called Despecialized. Yes. Aye, I think... Despecialized. When... Apparently they go for a ton of money, yeah. Oh, totally, because that's it. It's like... Uh, a Star Wars purist thing where it's like uh, you have the original untouched fucking copies yeah. so I mean I still fucking mind hearing that uh, the golden box set ah the golden box set aye where it's like the cardboard like flipped across three videotapes aye uh, yeah but I always remember that like and that was like my first introduction to it was getting that box set from you like before then I do remember being at our fucking grand's house, uh, like fucking like on like a Sunday afternoon, <laughs> watching uh, like with Uncle Rab watching fucking uh, Return of the Jedi, and just him fucking like in his element. Just mm. the boy just fucking loved Ewoks. Ah, uh, I think I, I didn't mind the fucking Ewoks. I, I, I think they got a lot of shit for folk. Eh? Aye, wasn't that one of the the fucking tweaks when they said? George Lucas went back and he added eyelids to the Ewoks. And like, uh, ah, it's can't str- mind strange to think like that was one of the things annoying him. It's like now they can uh, blink. Now they have a soul. Uh, I mean, like when I was rewatching uh, Rise of Skywalker, it was first me rewatching it since seeing it in the cinema, and I, I still like it. I still feel that it could have been a wee bit longer because I did cram. A lot of stuff in it. Yeah. Aye, and even the fucking Ewoks had their cameo. Like that little wave at the end. Aye. Aye. No, I remember. I, I, I did, like, watch it as well. I didn't go through, like, the saga. I just kind of watched the last part just to see if I enjoyed it as much as I did in cinemas. Because I went yeah. with a crowd and they came out and just slated it. And I was like, man, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Because I did feel like... Because <laughs> I, I think it was the two of us went to go and see Last Jedi together, eh? Yes, aye, that was like aye. prior to recording like our Christmas podcast or something. I thought, right, we'll go see the afternoon show on the list, then come out. And it is, it's one of these things like, fuck, I'm going to have to put this in my top ten. And it's just like, I've just seen it, you're kind of still off that high, and like, then you think aye. back, and it's like, wait... Luke was. I mean, the scene in the scene in fucking Snoke's chamber was just that like, was the brilliant. The and that the was fucking, really good. The, and even the the red guards and uh, even like the like the like the last showdown at the end on the fucking came all the salt and all that. Yeah, and uh, like even like stuff like that, it was like really nice to look at. I mean, like that's like like Ride Skywalker had like really good cinematography. Like the scene on the old Death Star was fucking really oh, good. Oh, where they were fighting, it was like the waves of water and. Aye. Uh, yeah, that, and that's it. That's what you kind of want out of your Star Wars. You want some fucking amazing lightsaber fights. And uh, even like that moment where it's uh, it's Ben and Ray, and she fucking manages to teleport the lightsaber. And uh, he reaches back and it's fucking there. Aye. Like those wee I fucking mean, moments. I, I, I feel they could have pulled the trigger on... Ray joining Palpatine at the end, like, but yeah. that's that's me. Yeah, Aye. I do like fucking like with the push the boat out a bit. Aye, but and that's it. I mean, when when's gonna be your next fucking Star Wars movie now? Uh could it be? 
I reckon like it'll, it will be like there definitely gonna be something within the next five years, but it's yeah. probably gonna be at least three years before we see another feature film. Like uh, even, I mean, I still I still need to watch uh, Mandalorian. Yes, I, I see that. Uh, I see they can confirm that Boba Fett will be there for season two. Eh? Aye, they're saying that it's not gonna get delayed <laughs> either. I think it's due out this year. Um, but. Yeah, I was watching their their direct not director series, uh, that Disney Galleries. I was sort of behind the scenes making of the Mandalorian, but it was John Favreau doing like a round table discussion with all the yeah. directors from the first season. And it was like Taika Waititi was one, um, Bryce Dallas Howard was another, and they're just yeah kind of talking about all their different styles and introductions and challenges, which was. Quite interesting. It was only on for a half an hour, but it was kind of showing you how they made it, and it was pretty cool. You been buying anything lately? Because I've noticed myself where it's like I'm bored and I'm just buying shit because there's nothing else to do, and it's it's lethal. Ah, uh, um, I mean, my fucking old someone like like furlough, and I'm a got my like my first furlough payment like at the end of. April and it was surprisingly better than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I, so, and I, I've only been buying like every now and again. Uh, and like for someone that I really want, that uh, you know, for someone that's like can cheaply was saying like when I was looking at Rushmore, it was like nineteen ninety nine everywhere except like H and V. You had it like twelve quid. Uh, I was like, I'll pick it up. And I, uh, I'm due a German. A media book of Near Dark um, next week. I try and kind of either buy something out at CEX online, and I reckon if it's just because it's closed now, but they've ramped up the price of their postage as well now, and it's like uh, 30 bastards. It's like one ninety five to get something delivered now. Uh, and like before, uh, like <laughs> delivery was free. Now it's a pound. Now it's a pound fifty, and now it's like <laughs> one ninety five per item. It's like uh, so. It has to be that's something. Fucking just as dear as Amazon. Amazon charge by the like by that yummy. Yeah, so it has to be worth kind of tacking on that one ninety five as well. But uh, it helps. That I still kind of yeah. have a a voucher for when I traded in a PlayStation. I've still got like a hundred and three pounds credit. Yeah. Left and occasionally just chip at that. So obviously uh, picked up Malcolm X for uh, that, and then Summer of Sam off of eBay for a quid. That hasn't arrived yet, but I'm sure yeah. they'll, they'll get there. I will obviously she'll start next year, and all she fucking next year next, next month. <laughs> and uh, like, all she's talked about since this fucking lockdown is like she wanted a switch. So aye, fairly managed to get her a switch for a birthday. So I'm like, can I buy you a switch? And she'll then want to fucking buy myself some shit. Aye, true. You know? true. So uh, once I've got the Jaws 40th, 45th anniversary coming, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got that American History X. I've got that fucking what the 40th anniversary. Uh, Flash Gordon coming. Oh yeah, I still uh, see the steel book for the that. standard one. No, nah, it's, it's the same artwork as the. That's kind of a bit different actually. Yeah, nah, it's like right. there's Gordon on one side and Ming on the other. Yeah, I've got the like the, the standard two disc, but it's got a 4K transfer. Right. 
Yeah, no, I had that, the only thing that's different is it doesn't have the soundtrack and it doesn't have uh, an, an, another standalone documentary or something. It's like Life After uh, Flash. Mm. It's like a mini documentary thing. Uh, and then I've got obviously Parasite still with Tons of Flash yeah, well, in the one, in ah, the, the upstairs and downstairs one, aye. Yeah, aye, and that's it. I've, I'm trying to just limit myself to, kind of like one pre-order, like per pay. So, aye. like this month, I've got Snowpiercer. Next month, it'll be Parasite, and then it'll be um. I had to choose between Operation Condor. Ah, it was Operation Condor and Parasite. But I might just try and use Operation Condor as that bargaining chip for Father's Day. So, oh, it'd be really good if you could buy Dad his favourite Jackie Chan <laughs> film on Blu-ray. Oh, I fucking I pre-ordered the Mr. Vampire as well. Yes, aye, so that's what I've got coming up as well. So that's my <sighs> my July purchase. Yeah, and I'll probably I'll probably pick up Snowpiercer on payday. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the Mr. Vampire release, it's they're not doing anything spectacular for it. It's um, obviously when I looked at the special features, they've got all of the same like interviews from the old Hong Kong legends. They've included an American dub as well as oh, like right. the UK dub, which they must have done for the like the Hong Kong legends DVD. Uh, but I can't remember if that includes an audio commentary or not. But mm. it was the fact that it's the slip cover artwork was just fucking gorgeous. Ah, uh, like just it's like oh, it's got like kind of the right spooky tone, and it's it's not uh, overly drawn in a way where it just kind of yeah, kind of looks like I've not seen it in about fucking in about fifteen years. Aye, and it is. It's just uh, like one of those perfect balanced uh, kung fu comedy. It, it it says horror, but it's just, it's hopping vampires. There's nothing scary. About maybe uh, to young children, but it's just that good balance of a horror comedy. Um, uh, it's a bit almost as scary as fucking Beetlejuice. Eh? Exactly. So it's one of these things where you, I might actually get away with showing it to Cameron, and it wouldn't traumatize him. Yeah. So, but it is. I, I. It is getting to the point now where all the old Hong Kong legends are now just getting Blu-ray releases, and to me, it's uh, either going to have to have fucking great artwork. Or great special features to just get me to rather than just trading what I've got already to then uh, spend fifteen to seventeen quid because Zoo Warriors for the Magic Mountains was another one that I fucking loved back in the day, but I reckon why that's fucking eighteen quid. So mm. it's it's things like right I'm holding off until there's either a sale or someone ends up buying it for me. Uh, um, I'm trying to fucking. Up. I kind of hope that that uh, 8-8 film somehow get a uh, black mask. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. They they have teased yeah. that they've got three things coming up. Uh, they've got a Van Damme thing. Uh, Van yeah. Damme, uh, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan. A Van Damme, and was that Chuck Norris? No, Charles Bronson. Uh, so, and they're just three pictures um, of them, so I'm not sure if it's either, like, these particular film, like, photos are from films that they're in that they're going to release because the picture of Jackie is definitely from like his early like low way kung fu films it didn't uh, look like Snake and Eagle Shadow it could have been one of the even earlier ones how 88 films had done like 
those proper old kung fu ones like Snake and Crane Arts, oh, the Shaolin, the Battle, the battle, um, battle Creek, Creek and all that. Aye, Battle Creek Brawl and things about that time. Whereas the last year or so, they've been focusing heavy on his eighties, uh, early nineties with like miracles and Heart of the Dragon and Dragons Forever uh, and, and uh, Protector and all that. Aye, I've still got to pick half of them fucking up. Like I really want that uh, Dragons Forever Blu-ray and the same with like Miracles that's a fucking brilliant film and Heart of the Dragon's great but I reckon how politically uh, correct it could be now I still need when... to watch fucking I still need to watch uh, Crime Story yeah yeah aye and uh, you've got my copy of Protector haven't you aye uh, yeah I'm just remembering where I've kind of lent things did I ever give you Swiss uh, Army yeah. Man aye uh, I said as well good okay I couldn't I was looking for it today and I was like and I could not remember whether I'd like forced it on you, which I've done many a time with other films. But yeah, uh, um, I've got my email today saying that my is it today, today or yesterday, uh, my copy of that uh, Taking Shape book got dispatched. So yeah. that should come in the next couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they've got in that. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> People are speculating that we should get the. First teaser trailer for the new Halloween in June. Aye, well, that's it for yeah, films like still, that. They're still, aim, they're still aiming, aiming for that for exactly. October release. Aye, that makes sense for films that have already kind of been set for that time. Anyway, it's nothing new for them. Like maybe some post production could be delayed, but I guess it's not enough to actually uh, delay the release of the film. Yeah. So, but. I mean, the only thing I, I we should probably talk about now is obviously we've we've reached that number. We're at two forty nine just now. Our next podcast has got to be episode two hundred and fifty, and you think, man, that's kind of a mildly significant number. Like, do you do yeah. you just what do you do with it? Do you just review one film? I think originally I thought let's review five films out of the top two fifty again. Let's fucking go revisit that old chestnut and find a bunch of films from there. But now that we're in this this uh, limbo with lockdown and it's like, we can't be in the same room. Yes, we do have the technology to kind of record an episode. And obviously I'll look for feedback on this podcast, whether if audiences are, if they would listen to us talk across Messenger for a podcast if that's if that's uh-huh. the way you want episode two hundred and fifty done, or if you prefer it, like when we're back in the room and we've got the mic set up properly, to me the the difference in audio isn't that bad. Like there isn't that much of a difference. It all just comes down to how good the signal is. But ah, uh, because then we used to like Skype with Andy. Exactly. Last year, the year before. Aye, and uh, it works. And I reckon like. I reckon if it's because I set the bar too high when we did episode 200 and it was the Kurt Russell season in one episode like the five hour podcast with six yeah. or seven films reviewed in it I was like man yeah. I, I kind of peaked doing that like am I expected to kind of do something like that again because that was like months of work kind of put like Aye, because we all like, picked a film kind yeah. of each to 
talk about it. Eh? Aye, every week I was kind of, right, this week I'm going to go meet Trevor, or I'm going to go meet Andy now, okay, I've got a Skype call with Ken, or Tom, or let's go meet Smithy, and now it's time to sit down with Mike, and we fucking recorded a bunch of introductions to reviews that were going to get added in post-production. Is it okay? Yeah. And here's our thoughts on a miracle. And there's like five second silence. And like, now here's our thoughts on Bone Tomahawk. And then eventually yeah, we talked we about the, we the guy to do the introduction as oh, well. Oh yeah. Ah, which I kind of, in hindsight it didn't make much sense that we had like a big Lebowski introduction to a Kurt Russell season. <laughs> but it was just it was like ah oh, fuck it this is See, our show let's do it. it we could have had something along the lines of fucking Jack Burton and like, Bill oh, Cullen like and on the fucking on the radio doing yeah, a wee, yeah. the VCB radio doing a wee fucking shout out ah uh, that would have been an idea but fuck I, I'm still impressed with that with what we got like some guy on uh, Reddit the guy send it like Sam Elliott some random guy on Reddit done the fucking music for us for for free just for like a shout out i reckon if he was uh, expecting uh, us to be a more popular show than what we were but um uh, but i was i love that end product and the fact that it ended like exactly five hours and it about destroyed my fucking laptop to export that file then uh, upload that file so maybe it won't be another five hour podcast Nah. But, are they kidding? I mean, do we... I mean, do we... I mean, we need to look at the films that we talked about in the top two of every season and all that. Aye, right, black those out. See what we're left with. I'm almost thought about doing kind of like our top five out of the top 250, like... Uh, or or maybe yeah. a top ten where it's like you've pick 10 films from there and I've picked 10 films and we just discuss these movies like just kind of a, an informal just fucking chat about what films that we yeah. really fucking dig on that list but not again it yeah. could be like a Twitter poll or we could just come up with something off off mic and think about because I really want to kind of gauge the idea of if the audience would prefer to have a podcast recorded this way, like if it's across Skype yeah. and in my new living situation, where I'm not sure if you've heard Molly the dog tonight whimpering because there's a fucking cat trying to get a fish, but <laughs> it's a whole set of new sounds. But then there's like all this new shit, like everyone's doing a fucking uh, watch along on Twitter, uh, and, and apparently like, oh man, maybe we should get in on this. And sit and spend ninety minutes fucking putting up hashtags about some fucking film, and what's the best way to do that? I mean, you'd have to find something that is easily accessible to everyone. It's not like a case yeah. of right. Let's do a fucking tweet along to fucking Clerks Two. Right, everyone, have a look for your Clerks Two DVDs, and you just. Uh, like you'd have to find well, something on Netflix. That, uh, that they do like a lot. Oh, every Sunday they do one, and every week someone else done, like, does it. Terminator, the Jaws, uh, Last Exit to Nowhere, do one on like a midweek one, and and it's just like man, uh, I I reckon if that is a, how much fun that would actually be, because it would kind of be like prepping for an audio commentary, I guess, but you're just typing it 
and you want to just make sure yeah. you're on point with your hashtags and get all the right gifts attached to your tweets. But, yeah. So we might try that. I just it just depends. Like, am I gonna get peace to sit and fucking watch a film for ninety minutes? Without uh, the fucking kids showing up, boys. Ah, oh, wait, wait a minute. I've got to go wipe my kids' arse. Hashtag fucking films <laughs> and swear and watch along. So, but ah, I would probably have to be like a Netflix movie or something on Netflix. Like if they had Clue on Netflix, and is it right? There you go. No excuse. All you could find it, and just like Friday at nine o'clock. Boom. Let's go. So. Yeah, we need to figure something out. Yeah. So, aye. Uh, social media, actually, of course, for us, it's all uh, at FAS Podcast. To find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, Mike, yours is just, is it Mikey Van B? Aye. Yeah. Jesus, uh, that cat is really. Just. Oh, he. These cats are absolute <laughs> dicks, by the way. Just, ah, I'm just going to knock stuff off a shelf. Fucking social media. Fucking Stu McPherson sent us a tweet asking us some questions. Let's have a wee nosy at that. Um, wrestling stuff. I'll save that for the end of the show. Uh, do you think they should make Scream 5 without Wes Craven? I mean, obviously, there, there's no choice to make it without him. Because... Aye. He ain't coming back, uh, but um, I, 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 I again. I mean, I feel it'd have to be. In I don't sense. know. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm no fuss if they make it or the dinner. You know what I mean, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I know the fucking cat. The cat's just like walking around the dog's cage, being a just a wee fucking fluffy white dick. <laughs> it's away now. It just it pisses the dog off. The dog's in the cage. It can't come out, and this cat's just flaunting its freedom. Uh, it's a bed in the kitchen now, being a wee dick. That's fine. Ah, I reckon if I'd be bored about another scream movie, four was kind of surprisingly all right for what I remember of it. I quite like the four then. Yeah. yeah. But ah, I would probably say it's probably better to leave it. I know that they were doing a television series of it. And that got a couple of seasons uh, yeah, behind it, but like Netflix and all that. Ah, couldn't it be bored. Supposedly the last season, they done like season, they done like three seasons. Apparently the third season was fucking direful. Aye, and it's one of these things where I just like, nah, that should probably just stay a film. But that's it. When you're in lockdown now, uh, it's like um, trying. I was supposedly it was going to be the people behind, like ready or not, that were going to be like producing it and directing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I so. never read any articles, but I kept seeing there was pictures of Nev Campbell. So I think kind of she's really behind <sighs> getting this going again. Um, it did ask, uh, is there any TV shows of film franchises that you've watched that you would have passed on if it wasn't for lockdown? Uh, to be honest, the fact that you, we are kind of locked down, it does give you that opportunity to watch stuff you've just neglected for ages. Um. Uh, so, I've got shit lined up like uh, Ozark, that Jason Bateman series that a lot of people yeah. 
are comparing to Breaking Bad. I'm going to check that out. Uh, Better Call Saul is always something I've been meaning to watch. I did want to watch that uh, follow-up series to Sons of Anarchy, but I don't think that's streaming. Oh, The Mayans or something. Yeah. Eh? Um, to be fair, I really need to finish fucking uh, season two uh, from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I couldn't follow that one. It was fucking mad at one point. Aye. And I'm sure I fucking mind how it all went. But uh, I, I, I am going to try and check out that South Korean zombie television series that's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Kingdom. It's set in like a period uh, setting and it is just a fucking mm. zombie outbreak in this fucking period Korea. <laughs> And it's just about the people, like uh, the actual royalties of like the king and his his fucking subjects, trying to protect themselves during this fucking outbreak. It's into its yeah. second season now, and it, it looks alright. It's just like six or eight one-hour episodes. Uh, um, to be fair, I've actually kind of like wanted to check out Westworld there. Oh yeah, aye. I, well, I did like the first season. I gave up on the second season when they announced that they had Aaron Paul for the third season that did make it look interesting because it's mm. like they're breaking into Westworld but I've heard just mixed reviews and it's just like eh. I uh, can it looks, uh, can it you remember what the release date is for, uh, for season 4 of Blackboard? man I've been looking that up because that's what I'm needing now like fucking because uh, I just remember like just can just release all however many episodes in a block and that'll yeah. be me sorted exactly because I went on IMDB I looked it up there is no release date but they've got the fucking titles of the first two episodes there's still pictures uh, of Chris Rock like like promotional uh, images of it and it's like uh, surely Rock. it's done it's done Man, it's like every time they make the show, there's like one to two years between every season. Uh, I'm kind of wanted to watch that. Um, uh, what do you call it? A uh, true detective as well. Oh, aye. I I need to actually properly watch that as well. I've never. I watched the second season, and I think that's been put down as like the worst season. Second season is the, is the second season of the third one that's got my Marshall Ali in it. That's the third one. Was that right? Yeah, because your first one was... Season one and two is uh, Woody and Woody Harrelson. Aye. Season two is Colin Farrell and all that. And Rachel McAdams. Aye. Yeah. And it was fine. It just wasn't, I guess, as good as they were hoping for. Um, The TV show is Snowpiercer. Oh, aye. That's it. Fucking. I've still not seen the trailer yet. It's just being punted straight onto Netflix at the end of this month. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be one of the weekly deals uh, or if it's just going to be the whole fucking whack uh, but then you've got your new Steve Carell comedy Space Force and there's like the uh, makers yeah. of the US office so so that's it at least this is the time like the fact that we're at this stage there's a pandemic what have you to do stay at home it's like fair dues no worries uh, as long as you just don't cut off the internet, we'll be good. Uh, and I would just send us out of the edge if we'd done that. Eh? I can. It's like, well, I'm just looks like I'm just going to have to start this Hitchcock box set again. <laughs> like, this is where like all the people with 
like a thousand fucking DVDs and Blu-rays, just like fucking hashtag physical media forever. This is where they reign supreme. Um, on that note, I think that's us. Anyway, let's call it. I've been your host, Stuart Sullen, and joining me across the internet is Magic <laughs> Mike Christie. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, fuck off and tune in next week. How you doing sitting holding your phone for this long? You got a dead arm yet? Ah, sorry. I've had like fucking stuff on YouTube on in the background. Really, subtitles on it. Just watching it. Just like YouTubers like playing fucking FIFA and Call of Duty and for stuff. For fuck's sake. That's <laughs> literally like, apart from fucking watching films and that, like, I went back to Red Dead Redemption 2 for a wee bit. Aye. And I've kind of not been, not been on it in about a week and a half. And I kind of need to go back to it. And that. Uh, uh, I see that they're releasing Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remastered. Yeah, that's going to be different. Uh, Aye. I wonder if this, they'll still have all the rights to the soundtracks. Because that was kind of... Uh, like, the soundtrack what, was fucking banging. Uh, that kind of was like half of what made the game. Sure, the gameplay was fun and creative, but the fucking tunes as well. Uh, but uh, I've just been... I, I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake... And then I finished uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, and now I'm just kind of going between games. Like we got a PlayStation Now subscription for the year, so we can kind of download uh. the games on there. So I've got Shadow of Tomb Raider, but then I've also got the Bioshock collection downloaded on the PlayStation uh. as well. So I'm being an absolute fanny and started all fucking three games and fucking Tomb Raider. It's like... Just like a bear that kind of decide what to do first. Uh, I mean, I've pretty much spent. I mean, if you've seen like my Twitter feed this weekend, and I, I was spamming EA Sports to fuck because the servers for FIFA during like they hear like a weekend competition Aye. for like like rewards for like your club and all that. And I think I had four like disconnects for the game, and like it's because like the servers are terrible. Aye. And, and if, like, if they disconnect you, whether that's your fault or no like they count it as like a loss and you only hear like 30 games to play to get like certain rewards and stuff mm-hmm. and that's a, like and that was like the vein of resistance that's like one of the most like fucking stressful like things to do at the weekend but I've, I've pretty much played it every weekend since fucking locked in it <laughs> and I'm just a glutton for punishment aye uh, act So, did you watch uh, Money in the Bank? I only watched the like the last match. Yeah, I didn't just just to see how it happens. I uh, yeah, I was as a bit. I mean, like there was some bits that were all right. Aye, like, it's it's definitely a, a a good way to have done it. Just so it's a little bit different this year, uh, but it yeah. leans heavily more on the entertainment value. Aye. And it I'm, wasn't much of a ladder match, you know what I mean? It was, exactly. It, it was it was like fucking almost like Looney Tunes or wacky races. Uh, but there's fucking moments where I like laughed out loud. Like the 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 food fight with Paul Heyman. Uh, like that boy got smacked in the pus with some rice. Like they, that was a <laughs> fucking f- brilliant throw and it just went Pwah! But 
as soon I kind of got a laugh at like Asuka and the elevator, like she went in and all I, that. Aye, she's a weird fucking parody of herself, <sighs> mate. Where she just like this kind of just woo 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 just this wee jittery dancing and uh, screaming Japanese. I felt they like well they had all the wee cameos. Obviously they had fucking like brother love. Aye, what was the clown? I, I didn't get the clown. Doink the clown. That doink the clown. Doink. No, that was. I, I, I know because the guy that played doink's dead. Eh? No, but I mean even the, just the makeup. That was a shit effort. At doink the clown. Doink oh, looks a certain was, way. Was, remember, remember the guy that fucking is married to on. Oh, Noel Foley's partner. Frank the Clown. Like, I, I was, I thought closer to him than fucking Doink. Like, Doink had a look. I did genuinely fucking laugh at John Laurinaitis showing up on a scooter. Oh, people power. And then then fucking a pie. I actually half expected Otis to bugger off in the mobility scooter. But, and there was, like, some moments where I actually genuinely enjoyed it like and it was strange because as soon as the bell rung they added they put a fucking score in behind it like it was a fucking mo- like an action movie aye. Like, it was like aye. Pirates of the Caribbean almost was kicking off aye. when like, it was it's like, it's like they had like weird bits because like the bit where like Styles walks into the room it's got all the oh, shit and the all fucking that. PTSD after his Boneyard aye. match and this is almost kind of like your third what feels like a Almost like a WWE movie slash match. Uh, like, like a cinematic thing. Exactly. And it's cool that they're doing these things, but it's it's kind of like how much you uh, could get away with. Like, done there, yeah. the, the Boneyard thing was brilliant. That's probably the best they've done. Uh, uh, the, the Firefly Funhouse was out there. It was definitely... And uh, it, it was ticked it was, a lot of boxes for folk. It was made entertaining and fucking... An actual match. Aye, and I mean, I did, get, I did, I did dig the fucking Saturday night main event thing where it was like Cena just pumping fucking iron, aye, like really violently. Like, I thought that was funny as fuck. Aye, and with this one, it's kind of like right. This is your third one, but it was still kind of a mixture. Like when they aye. had like AJ Styles and fucking Daniel Bryan burst into Vince McMahon's office. Which you knew had to have happened at some point, and they just went, "Oh fuck, uh, sorry, boss." Sorted the seats yeah, and, and ran out the room. Vince is going back to sanitizing his hands. Aye, <laughs> just at the sight of fucking people. Uh, I like. I mean, what I was like, like, I was reading on Twitter yesterday, and it's like fucking hell. It's like Vincent Mann's taking a serious is actually in the building at nine o'clock on a Sunday night. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's no fucking sat in gorilla. Um, uh, well, that that was the thing because. The fact that the pay-per-view was all in the uh, performance centre. And then at the end, Michael goes, all right, and we now take you to Stanford, Connecticut for our fucking main event. Uh, and it was just all those fucking shots of that building. Because it's always like been pre-recorded and all that. It's like, clearly had the voiceover bit with like, the announcing the winners. And all I know, that. that sounded like a fucking Smackdown video game where he just said it and then uh, they just dropped in the name of the winner. Yeah, but um, I did like it was. There was just loads of wee moments, like the one of the strange moments, like when Dana Brooke, uh, thought she won it by finding the briefcase in uh, the, the conference room. Yeah. Then it cuts to like a video, like a fucking iPhone footage of Stephanie McMahon 
saying, hey, that's not the briefcase, and the, the audio's different, the lighting's different. It's like, clearly yeah. she just sent in a video file with the edit into the match, and just a wee yeah. dig at Nia Jax drooling on the floor. It's like, oh, why did they? Did they have to do that? Yeah. I mean, okay. But, and Dana Brooks took some, like, pelters, like the fucking getting that frame poster smashed over her head or the fucking slip Slip on the wet floor Uh, it's like oh that that's like a fucking claim at underdog i had an accident at work uh, yeah like she will be the fucking money in the bank uh, winner i was i was kind of surprised with the winner for the women's one anyway aye because i I thought it was probably going to be what's the name that lacey evans like i yeah. or Nia Jax or something like just one of these dominating forces the fact that she spent half the fucking thing choke slamming cunts into walls uh, or fucking vending machines and even like I love how they were picking on Ray like Shayna Baszler was fucking uh, choking him out and then he just gets fucking like fuck it let the two fat people run into him like, let's do that humour and they just fucking um, bulldoze poor fucking fo- Ravy. fucking like tweeting saying that like the myth, like WWE missed a trick with like saying that the match shouldn't have ended with the, like whoever had the briefcase has to escape the building where. Oh, get back down. Um, like ah, So like the scramble well, championship bit... matches. Ah. Well, ah, you're the champion, but you've still got another fucking 20 minutes to survive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it's a bit a strange one he'd Otis one that is. I know. Like, so I guess it's Braun? Well, that's a, you don't need to use it now. They've got all year, but it's like, man, they put yeah. on, they put on like, the, the fucking uh, ham guy, the guy that does the worm and just shakes his body. Yeah. The fact that he started hulking out when they gave him the sandwich and he just Aye. started going into a fit but just screamed food fight. It's like, ah, this is fun. And they're just yeah. going absolute mental and, but man, there was but, like I mean like like fucking Baron Corbin like fucking two instances of murder was thrown like, <laughs> uh, in the studio and I asked the but yeah, they miraculously showed up on Raw the next night. The yeah, I uh, and well that's it. It would have been fine, but they added a fucking sound effect that made it seem like they fucking landed on a car, like in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> I was like what? Yeah, I did find it weird that they just were quiet throughout. Like, sure, throughout the building, they probably didn't need them talking over it. But when they got to the ring, maybe just, like, have a couple guys sat on the roof wearing big winter coats doing a little bit of commentary (laughs) where Uh, they've got, like, Jerry the King or something leaving them out in the cold. But the fact that they done all those aerial shots where it just showed you that, okay, the ring's in the centre of this large roof. They've got all these fake trees around it, but there's still some clear roof space around it. Then there's like, there's big black crash pad, like crash mats at uh. one side of the structure. And also that's where fucking Ray Ray and fucking uh, uh. Alistair Black get launched. But... It was definitely different, uh, like, strange one, like the the way the the fumble at the briefcase, and fucking Otis catches it and he starts fucking dancing, and AJ Styles like, stop it, stop it, and he fucking tips <laughs> the ladder and he fucking falls out the ring. Yeah. So and then he does the whole fucking Rocky hang. Ah, yo, Mandy, I did it, and that's like the 
they fucking clearly they've gone behind this guy. I I reckon if this has fucking killed his tag team, like his pal fucking Tucker's like ah shit. Uh, they all love fucking OS, but it's it was interesting. They never revealed the identity of this fucking hacker. I know. They're just mm. like, oh, he's watching. It just looks like he's watching the WWE Network, and he's Caucasian. Yeah. Well, did you see um, AEW's uh, ladder match? Yes. I've seen a ladder match, and like folk are like, at the start, carrying around the briefcase, and she'll just copy and like WWE and all that. So, wonder if it'll be different. Aye. Cause that's in two weeks, say that pay per view. Yes, uh, it's the end of the month. Um, uh, it could be interesting. Cause that'll be the they do empty arena ones, but they have like the wrestlers in the crowd. So there's some. Uh, you've got like the heels on one side and the faces on the other, so it kind of has some, and it, it it works like when you hear people fucking going oh ah like when they're reacting to the fucking big spots, so. And, like, they had loads of people during that street fight last week, the tag team match with, was it, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy against, um, was it, Jack Swagger and uh, Chris Jericho? No, Sammy Guerrera. But you had, like, the rest of the inner circle just interrupting. But then you had loads of people in face masks, like, just kind of, like how security would hold back people, but it was also just a bunch of wrestlers cheering them on for the side. Aye. But it's, it's like one of these things where it's like, man, it's crazy that wrestling hasn't stopped, but yeah, I guess if, if all the talent are being fucking tested and they're fucking happy to do Aye. so. So. But, um, I, I watched the the Undertaker's documentary, part one of it ah, anyway. It's pretty, pretty decent, like. Aye, it's cool that it's over like the span of three years, and it's just yeah. seeing him as like a fucking normal dude. But like all that stuff, where it was the year you went to WrestleMania, and you just seen him walk like the boys in pain, like like fucking aye, gammy hit or what? Oh, his knees. Aye, that was. Just oh, the guy was just fucking getting a needle right in there. Although I, I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite interesting. Like hearing his side of the story, uh, the concussion at Mania Thirty, and the fact that Broken Vince went to the hospital with him. Ah, that was like, during the show. Exactly, and he just couldn't even fucking remember. And getting his the, name. like getting the bats, uh, getting the bats stories for the trainers and that, where he's like sitting happy, you know, like does he come with the fuck he is and all. Aye. Fucking oh, I know you. It's like ah, shit. But it's like what like what Saint Michelle like before the documentary, and that was it. Like they were, I was wondering really billing like, the match we arranged as his last match. But Aye. when obviously he put his gear in the ring, she thought that was definitely going to be his last match. And then it shows you the highlight, the clips for the next thing, and he's not happy with the result of the match. That's what he didn't want it to end. Aye, because that's it. The showed you those moments where fucking Reigns couldn't pick him up and Taker was trying Aye. to jump up into it and he still dropped him and just like uh, it was ugly but it was like there was just it was like seconds in a match that was it was decent 
it's no, it's no as fucking near any as ugly as the match you had with Goldberg last year. Aye, that that has to because be because that's that's getting that's getting chronicled as well. But it shows you. Aye, kind of briefly, doesn't it? Highlights with the, the, the jackhammer, the jackhammer, but it's like a brain buster almost. Aye, and it's just like yeah. oh, so I'm I'm looking forward to kind of seeing more. But I think it says something about the next episodes on Sunday night. So I think it's maybe maybe what, every Sunday. Uh, it's every Sunday. I think there's one this Sunday, then one the following Sunday, then there's no another one until like another two, three weeks. Ah, right. Yeah. But no, <clears throat> it is actually one of the more interesting. But say WWE uh, do a it's... really good job at doing documentaries and behind the scenes. Like, I love watching uh, those ones where it's like on the day of WrestleMania and all the different parties coming in or how they all uh, react afterwards. Like, that fucking moment where it was Brock. Uh, Undertaker after his match with Brock and Vince is screaming for fuck to come help and it's like a bunch of uh, medical and then John Cena oh go running through but uh, I, like, I, I like watching that like untold thing uh, there's a lot of like, they've got the untold episode with the oh it's fucking what's his name it's the Kurt Angle Shame Man yes I, I, I did watch that one and it was strange because that was like about a 15 20 minute one but it was like all done over the phone like uh, it was all just audio piped in to them talking over clips, but they've they've gotten better since then, haven't they? I've seen the Daniel Bryan and Kane one, and they actually uh, have you've seen the Shawn Michaels Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels and Karango one as well. No, nah. That was pretty good. Aye, I'll I'll need to check them out because you recommended the Mick Foley Triple H one too. Uh, Foley Triple H one was really good. And I noticed that's on for about. Yeah, an they've hour. got one on. They've got the. One where it's Kane's introduction at the Hell in a Cell. That was oh, really aye. And, uh, they've got a uh, one based on the Undertaker and Mankind Hell in a Cell match. Aye. I did like... Be good. I even sometimes just like the ones where it's just them driving in the cars, but sometimes aye. they just overproduce it and they start putting little skits in and it's just like, just just mm-hmm. show me them fucking driving the cars. and Or the interesting uh, bits, but... I've... Like we watching that like dark side of the ring, like the Montreal Screwjob one was really well done. Aye. And then also like, the Benoit one was fucking it's a strange one because like, it was all about mostly like Eddie's fucking death in the first one, and then it's Aye. all about fucking how it all reacts. But it's, like I was saying, like supposedly the last episode that's going to be about fucking Owen Hart. Ah, it's definitely going to be an interesting, interesting one to watch. Yeah, I usually find them on. Uh... I mean, watching the one about Dino Bravo, fucking. Like being killed by the fucking mafia. Aye. And that uh, was interesting. Like. Yeah, they are definitely interesting shows. It's just a case of finding them. Sometimes there's usually uh, a torrent look. at the end of a season, somebody packs them all together uh, and puts them up. I mean, so. I've been watching them like, on YouTube and all that. Oh, like, I forget about that. YouTube, eh? Aye. Sometimes the quality is no as good or it's a wee bit slightly out of sync, but... Yeah. Uh, it's better than that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right, man. Uh, well, we could call it a night there. Aye, man. Aye. Right. Uh, take it easy, and I'll talk to you later. Aye, man. I'll get it. It's a couple of days anyway. Cool. Cheers, man. Right, man. Catch you later. Catch Bye. you. Bye.